0: Welcome to the Cross Tower Market Color Call. It's Monday, November fifteenth. I'm Martin Gaspar, a research analyst. With me is our trader Chad Steinglass and data scientist Catherine Webb. Chad, what are you seeing in the markets this morning?
1: Good morning, Martin. Uh, we're seeing a pretty strong start to uh, to Monday after a quiet weekend in uh, equities. Uh, U.S. Uh, U.S. equities are. Hanging just below all-time highs, still a uh, bit of a rebound on Friday in the uh, in the afternoon after uh, after a bit of a, a down week. Uh, looks like that market is uh, is pretty strong again. Although I'm still watching very carefully <clears throat> for the middle of this week as uh, the November VIX exp- uh, VIX futures expire. Uh, I still think there's a, there's a decent chance that we have. A bit of a sell-off that might, you know, a small dip associated with uh, hedgers, uh, people that use the VIX futures as, as a hedge for downside, uh, rolling those futures out to DEES uh, and to further months as they expire. Um, but that's not something, you know, that's something that's on my radar, but not a, not a huge concern. Uh, as far as crypto, uh, you know, we saw strong moves pretty much right after CME futures opened uh, yesterday evening. Um, definitely still bullish sentiment there. Uh, I think the ETH chart looks a little stronger than the BTC chart at the moment. Um, but, uh, but. Really, we're we're looking at uh, seeing some confirmation that just you know this leg of the market is is still continuing. Uh, BTC has been uh, kind of marked by pops uh, with slow uh, profit taking and sell offs afterwards, um, <clears throat> but it is ratcheting higher, kind of like a little bit of a uh, you know some stairs going going up a bit and then flat and then up a bit and then flat. Uh, we'll see if that continues. Um, you know, it's it's just a matter of eventually we'll. Uh, Will we break through the the resistance that uh, that's offered by profit takers, um, or you know how long will that stay firm? Uh, but uh, it's a good start to the week so far. I think the bulls are firmly in control, at least for the moment. Back to you. Thanks, Chad.
0: Turning to some crypto news, Bitcoin's Taproot upgrade is now activated. After going live on Sunday, this is the first major upgrade to the Bitcoin network since the introduction of Segregated Witness, or SegWit, in 2017. The upgrade is focused on enhancing the Bitcoin blockchain's privacy and security. Siba website said in a notice the new VanEck Bitcoin Strategy Fund, a features-based ETF, will start trading under the ticker symbol XBTF on Tuesday, with a new issue auction to open trading around 9:30 a.m. Eastern Time, followed by dissemination of index data. The launch date notice comes after Friday's announcement that the U.S. SEC has rejected VanEck's proposal for a spot Bitcoin ETF. SEC also asked for a court order that would compel Terraform Labs and their CEO, Do Kwon, to comply with investigative subpoenas for documents and testimony. An SEC press statement stated the SEC is investigating whether Terraform Labs, Kwon, or others violated the federal securities laws among other things, by not registering the offer or sale of securities, selling security-based swaps outside of a national security exchange and acting as an unregistered broker or dealer or engaging in securities transactions by an unregistered investment company. The SEC described its efforts as a fact-finding investigation and said that it has not concluded that any individual or entity has violated the federal securities laws. The subpoena was served during a crypto event in September in New York and resulted in Do Kwon filing a lawsuit against the SEC arguing in court, he was improperly served and that the agency had violated his rights to due process on the Twitter front. Uh, a lot of posts this morning that Paraswap, which is a decentralized exchange aggregator, um, announced its airdrop of PSP tokens today for active users of the protocol. Um, however, they did not mention the criteria used to distribute the tokens. And on Twitter, a lot of people are saying. Uh, that they did not receive the airdrop. I've seen posts that you know just around 1% of allegedly active or early users received the airdrop. So it's going to be really interesting to see um, you know, how exactly they allocated these tokens. In addition, uh, there's some chatter of a potential hostile takeover in DeFi uh, concerning Gnosis and XDI. Uh, apparently the, a merger would combine technical knowledge and funding to create Gnosis Chain in a bid to help both projects stand out in the crowded layer one market. Uh, The plan has not been popular with holders of XDAI's stake token, complaining that the terms of the deal amount to a hostile takeover, while the XDAI team says an injection of business development, marketing, and funding from Gnosis might be what the chain needs to avoid becoming an obsolete old school boomer network. So really interesting discussions there. And with that, I'll pass it to Catherine now to discuss other crypto developments.
2: Thank you Martin. Fault, a blockchain gaming solution provider, has announced a raise of £725 million in their latest funding round. In total, the company has raised more than £900 million in 2021. There was no current valuation given, but after a previous £185 million Series A fundraiser round, the company reached a valuation of $1 billion. The latest round was led by C Capital and Corona Management, Juno has announced a raise of 120 million in funding round that was led by Fidelity management and research company. The company reported to have served loans worth 3.5 billion to more than 18 million customers across the markets, granting up to 120 million individual loans. The company also claims to have the um, opportunity to disperse $29 billion per year. And through expansion plans, this figure would raise to 40 billion. The raise will be used to expand to Nigeria and Cameroon, which will improve and increase the number of financial products and to increase the number of financial products it offers to small and medium-sized businesses, as well as to provide long-term lending options for merchants and larger businesses. Next, moving on to some Q3 earnings, Galaxy Digital released their Q3 report, which showed that their net comprehensive income grew grew to... 517 million. Year-to-date through November the 12th, Galaxy Digital has provided shareholders with approximately 1.6 billion in net comprehensive income. Also mentioned was the company's US listing and the close of the BitGo acquisition, which are expected to close in the first quarter of 2022. BAC has posted a net loss of 28.8 million for Q3, with a Q3 revenue of 9.1 million, which was up from both Q2 and the previous year's Q3. The net loss year on year is probably due to the significant business expenses undertaken by the company during that period. The report showed that 39 million in operational expenses, which was more than 60% of the outlay of expenditure for the total of Q3 in 2020. Back also says in the statement that its net revenue rose year year over year, given an increase in customer activity and loyalty rejections, and adding larger financial institutions on its loyalty platform. Next up, some mining news. The Nine has signed a 32-megawatt mining capacity deal with Compute North to deploy 10,000 miners in the US. The miners will be deployed in Q2 of 2020, with the company planning to add an additional 14,000 miners with other hosting partners starting next month when all uh, 24000 miners are online the company is expected to have a hash rate of 200 and 2160 pentahashes per second marathon digital has said in a statement that it intends to raise 500 million through the issuance of senior convertible notice, notes that incur interest payable central act well, <laughs> incur interest payable semi sem- sem- annually, with the maturing on the 1st of December 2016. The funds will be used to buy Bitcoin and mining hardware. In other years, Circle's um, Asia plans have been revealed, which include a regional hub in Singapore, a new venture arm, and investment in a Japanese yen stablecoin. Coinbase Global Inc. is adding a new social, uh, social networking capabilities to its platform in the form of a share button. The Coinbase blog stated that users can share their crypto portfolio allocations percentages, but not the overall balances with other users, as well as asset pages about the crypto they hold. Coinbase also said that they'll be adding new ways for users to share details about their trades in the coming weeks. And finally, the nation of the Barbados is preparing to legally declare digital real estate sovereign land with the establishment of a Metaverse embassy. The Barbados Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Foreign Trade has signed an agreement on Sunday with decentralized for the establishments of a digital embassy. There was a press release saying that the government is also finalising agreements with other Metaverse platforms. And that's all the news I have for you today. Have a wonderful day. I'll pass you back to Martin.
0: Thanks, Catherine. And we'll wrap the call here. Thank you for listeners for tuning in. Please check out crosstower.com for more market updates and news. Thanks for listening.